0: Welcome to a podcast called Bible Study with Dr. Gross, where indeed the Bible is a light to our feet, gives us hope, encouragement, and instructions for a daily living. Our topic today is the shepherds in the wilderness, proclaiming the good news. Let's read Luke chapter 2, verse 8 together. Now there were, in the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over the flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill to men." question today is, how did the shepherds know where to find baby Jesus? It's interesting that baby Jesus was born in a city called Bethlehem, and Bethlehem is not far from Jerusalem. Let's take a history lesson. In Jerusalem, at a certain time of year, there's called a feast of the Passover. You can see this in Exodus chapter 12. Here is where Moses is given instructions by God that this month, this day shall be celebrated for all generations. For I will come, And pass over your home. What was happening is the Egyptians were torturing the Israelites. And they were slaves. And they were going to be released into the promised land. And God was sending his final curse. And that was to kill all the firstborn. But as an escape, God told the Israelites to kill a lamb. this lamb had to be found without blemish. A first-year lamb. And when you eat it, put the blood upon the door of your home. And when the angel of the Lord, the destroyer, the one who would kill all the firstborn, will see that blood upon your door and will pass over your home and go to the next house. The cattle All livestock firstborn died. All the first male died in that day. And there was such weeping and gnashing of teeth that the Pharaoh woke up. Moses said, take your people and go. Leave us alone. And the Egyptians were so terrified that they gave the jewelry and the wealth to the Israelites and said, Leave us. You are scaring us. And they left Egypt. Free men. Free men. Well, the tradition is You have to eat a lamb every year in the Passover. And where were all the lambs actually housed and raised? They were raised around Bethlehem. And there were special shepherds who raised the sheep. They raised them specifically for the sacrifice of the Passover. And these special shepherds had a place. And they knew that the law required that the lamb be without blemish. So when a lamb came out, a male lamb that was without blemish, they would wrap that in swaddling clothes right away and place it in a special place. That way the lamb could not be hurt early on in the birthing process in the first few days of life. And then these lambs were raised, and then they were marched to the city of Jerusalem for the yearly sacrifice called Passover. Historians said over 300,000 lambs were witnessed to be sacrificed that week of the Passover. Can you imagine the lambs that had to be born to have an unblemished lamb. Let's go back to our text in Luke 2. And this angel told the shepherds, this shall be a sign unto you that you shall see him wrapped in swaddling clothes. And these shepherds, These special shepherds who raised sacrificial lambs for a specific purpose knew what swaddling clothes meant, that this lamb was being prepared for sacrifice later in its life. They knew where to go because they had a special place where these lambs were born and processed, and wrapped in swaddling clothes. And there, they went to see Jesus wrapped in swaddling clothes, and they knew that this babe was being prepared for sacrifice. It's very interesting here at this time of Christmas, I'm gonna be talking about the, the feast of the Passover. Because all those lambs, over 300,000, were sacrificed every year on the special week. And when was Jesus crucified? He was crucified exactly the same week of Passover. Jesus was prepared for birth, wrapped in swaddling clothes, unblemished. His Purity, his holiness was what was required to pay for our sins. Sins is just a word that means in archery, you would just miss the mark. So in archery, when you shot it and you did not hit the target or you were off the center line, it was called a sin number of bullseye there's several circles so outside the center one circle is one sin outside the second circle is two sins the third is third sins so the sin is actually a term meaning missed the mark we all have missed the mark and the holiness and the purity of the unblemished lamb of god jesus who was wrapped in swaddling clothes Died and was crucified the same week that God required the Passover. Thousands of years before, the angel of death passed over the Israelites because they saw the blood of the Lamb. And now on Passover, Jesus' blood is poured out for us. And the angel of death is going to pass over our home, our lives, because of the blood of Jesus. Jesus was born of a woman, but it had to be a virgin woman because Through the seed of man, that's what sin came in. And Jesus was conceived by God. God died on Passover for our sins. And it's just so amazing that this timing, this good news was given to the shepherds. The most lowly class citizens. So if you think during this time that your life is not worthy, God spoke to the unworthy people, the shepherds, the unclean, the people who were cast out in society. He spoke to them. And he spoke to them in such clear terms that they knew that a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes was prepared for a sacrifice. Humble yourself this season and say, Jesus, your blood was sacrificed for me. And I accept your blood upon my life and may the angel of death just pass over me may you see the blood of Jesus upon me and i lay myself before you what a gift of christmas freedom the same freedom the same joy that israelites experienced over 400 years in captivity freedom Freedom to make choices, freedom to walk where you want to walk, not ashamed, not embarrassed, not feeling unworthy, but empowerment, encouraged. This Christmas season, may you know that the blood of Jesus paid for your price, for your freedom. I'll see you next week on the Bible study with Dr. Gross, where indeed the Bible is a light unto our feet, gives us daily instructions and in hope. I'll see you next week. Merry Christmas.